Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of It's About Bravo. We have a very special episode today because, guys, the day is here. It's Potomac premiere day. The girls are back. The girls are back. So here we are. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. We're going to get into this Potomac recap today where we're going to talk all things um, about our favorite ladies from the Potomac, Maryland area. And Baltimore. And uh, Mo, how, how, how are you feeling today, Mo? Oh, my God. I mean, I sound how I feel. I actually don't feel that bad, but I feel like I sound like Countess Lou after that three-day bender where Bethany wakes up and she's like, water. Shut up. Stop. That water. Stop. Water. Water. It's like when you have a Darth Vader. Why did I sleep in here? Look at you. Look at your hair. I couldn't sleep, so I drank that ambient water. <laughs> water. That's literally me right now. I mean, it's like a combination of air conditioning as a New Yorker. It's like we have our air blasting in our faces, and then a combination of me being a Gen Z vapor now, and also just not being a Gen sick. Z vapor. I've been vaping every Zach knows every recording. I'm like Allison Dubois. It will never vapor. emotionally fulfill you. Know that know that will never emotionally fulfill you ever know that yeah but that's where i'm at so if i sound a little rough guys bear with me i actually think it's kind of sexy i like it we'll see how it sounds back oh okay bo we'll let you (laughs) (laughs) we'll go with that so yeah guys today we're going to be recapping potomac the premiere was so good i'm so excited to talk about it and i'm just so happy they're back I'm so happy they're back. It feels like all is right in the world. Maybe not all is right because like T'Challa died and Monique's not there. Okay, have you been seeing that people have you been seeing that people are saying that they don't think he died of like natural causes, that they think that Monique killed her bird so that she can have press? I saw that and people are fucking ridiculous and disgusting. You guys are weird. Uh, So it's getting weird. It's getting weird. That's so weird. Okay. Well, anyways, let's get into this Potomac recap. a hot box. Tell everybody what's going on between them legs of yours. And that's why you are gynecologist. Can we stick to the titties, not the coochie? My hot box is called the WAP box, okay? And Karen, your box is all the way dry. I take a WAP box over a dry box any day of the week. Honey. She's obsessed with my coochie because we all know the ding-dong at our house is broken. Giselle, what you will not do is disrespect my husband when your ding-dong is in everybody else's vagina. What you will not do, Giselle, you don't have a man. You're a broken whore from Hampton University and everybody knows it. And that's why we went to Sing Sing. What is Sing Sing? Is it a city? All right, so Potomac, so good tonight. I'm so happy they're back. We um, start off with, uh, what was it? Get, the producers asked if you could describe last season in one word, what would it be? And they're like toxic. And then we get this toxic. Nice, like, very nice montage of all the shit that happened. Monique beating the shit out of Candace. That was <laughs> not very nice. So just to go back, even though I don't really want to, <laughs> I, but I, but you guys, we didn't have the podcast to talk about the, one of the craziest seasons on Bravo yeah, ever. So looking back on the whole scenario, were you team Candace or were you team Monique? 
I was team Monique because sometimes, like, I know, like, they say, like, violence is not the answer, but sometimes you have to get that ass whooped. And uh, Candace had to get that ass whooped. Like, she was talking way too much shit. I also think Monique had, like, a lot of dark stuff with her husband and stuff. But, like, I just think that it was a combination of all that. And I cannot stand Candace. I love her for the show, but I cannot stand her. And I'm glad that Monique whooped that ass. That's controversial to say. Sorry. Yeah, no, it is very controversial to say. Um, I... It got dark though. How it do got feel? so dark. It got so heavy. I go back and forth because, like, I was what like over the past year, like looking back, I was like, Candace did really like did not deserve that. You know, I was like, I was like, she didn't like deserve to get like beaten up. But then I was watching the, um, the Potomac reunion before they aired the episode tonight, and Monique was talking to Chris Bassett. And or no, or Ashley was talking to Chris. Yes, that's what it was. Ashley was talking to Chris Bassett about like what he was saying about like why him and Michael got into that fight and the finale. And uh-huh. he's like, I don't like just the disrespect of women. Like Michael has disrespected all these women multiple times on this platform, and I will not stand for him disrespecting my wife, which I totally agree with. But then Ashley, in a very like calm manner, was like, "But most of these women have really disgustingly talked bad about Michael." And then before she could even finish her sentence, Candace just goes, just goes because he's a creep and a weirdo and like, just like yells at, I'm like, Candace, you can't just be like, as much as Michael Darby probably deserves it. Still, you can't be like screaming those things and like, right. But no one shit. can say it about her is the problem. Yeah. And I think the problem with Candace and Monique were that they built an actual friendship. So like she actually saw her as one of her really good friends. And then once we got like to the cameras or the confessionals, she was talking so badly about her starting rumors with, um, what's that one? Sharice, not that yeah. one. Starting rumors with Sharice of her sleeping with the trainer. And it's like, really bitch. Like right now I'm literally postpartum. Like had just had a baby. Like I'm going through all this shit at home and you're going to talk about like my family life when we're this close. And I think that it was just a lot going on with Monique. It got really dark last season. I'm going to miss Monique. I thought she was, she's one of the most gorgeous fucking housewives to ever be on this franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think that her quick wit, I thought she was funny as fuck. She was kind of like, not always in on the joke, which was great with Monique, but um, I don't know. I just think that Candace talks a lot of mess. And honestly, in that scene, like Candace was also provoking Monique, swinging the glass. Like in when they slowed it down, she did grab her by the vest. Yeah, as she well. did. So like, yeah, she hit her because you grabbed her by the fucking vest. You're swinging the, the fucking glass in her face or swinging her finger in her face. And like she reacted. And I, I, I don't think that Candace was like so like, yeah, when you get into a fight, like you get mad and you see red. That's why she went after her again. And that poor little gay producer, James, that poor little twink man, <laughs> back, who's high. He's, I follow him on Twitter. She's um, like, if I'm going to get but, fired, I'm going to go after her. Oh, she's like, if I'm going to get fired, I'm going to fuck this bitch up. And you see red in that moment. Like, you don't know what's going on. Like, all you see is red. And then you mm-hmm. look back and you're like, oh, shit. And also, like, they didn't have the footage. So all Monique saw was her perspective, which was that Candace swung at her. Candace was swinging the glass at her, grabbed mm-hmm. her by the vest. She fought. And, you know, she didn't see any of this. So in her mind, of course, she's not, not apologizing. You're not apologetic. Yeah. No. Like, I agree. It's it. I go back and forth. Like I said, um, I don't think I was like 
team Monique, team Candace. I feel like when it was airing, I was team Monique, but I feel like I ventured into the territory of like, they were both kind of wrong. Yeah, um, I was, they, they were both wrong, obviously. But um, I think it was sad because I didn't think that last season was great of Potomac. It was still good because it's one of the best franchises. But after that fight, it just felt like so discombobulated. The women kind of like attacked Monique. It was just, it was dark. Like that it, scene where Monique's crying and is like, I don't need to be part of this group then. Yeah. That just felt dark and they didn't have her on any of the trips or anything. And it just felt like there was a missing link there yeah i agree and i feel like this new season is like a new fresh start we're gonna enter a new era of potomac that i'm very excited about yeah i'm excited about it too we have a new housewife mia and then we have a new friend of akisha i think that's her name i think i don't know she was at the premiere yeah she was premiere. so obviously she's gonna be a part of this season in some capacity who knows if she'll get confessionals or if she'll get like the elise treatment or something you know who knows all right. So, yes, we have the new housewife, Mia. We have a new friend of this is going to be like a very exciting season. We get that, that flashback. But then we also get a like kind of montage of new footage that wasn't in the trailer. Giselle, I am a bigger person than you. My children were devastated. You're going to apologize. Apologize to me, boo boo. And you never know who your real friends are. You brought your wide bodied ass to spread lies and bullshit. I don't need no f-ing moment. Shut the f- up. Don't listen to them. Watch them. Like yeah. dinner scenes, like, and it all looks like really, really good. Um, So I'm just like, like more like footage of them like popping off and i'm like holy shit like this is we're in for like a really good season we're in for a season because sometimes they give us too much in the trailer and like you blow your load early as they say and you're like Uh well okay now and now what and now what exactly and now what that's why i feel like new york kind of in the trailer everyone was like this season so fucking good and now we're like well it's um it ain't the best but we'll save that for wednesday's episode wow Uh, (laughs) so we open up with um, Wendy doing the silhouette challenge. And when I tell you, I screamed. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? She's like walking over there with her fur coat. Wendy, sec- like her second season glow up. Oh um, my God. Glow up. But I have like so many notes on this about like at the end of the party where she was getting so defensive about her plastic surgery. Like you had a full fucking BBL. You've had filler. Your face is completely a different shape. Your yeah. jawline is different. Your nose is different. And you look fucking incredible. And as Karen said, give me the number to that doctor. Cause I'm not mad at her. And just own it though. Own it. Yeah. Why are you getting so defensive? That's one thing I hate about people who get plastic surgery and don't own it. Cause like we all want to look better. And if it looks good, then it's good fucking work. Which is like most housewives, I feel. Yeah, almost every housewife. I don't think. I except mean, for, except for Mia, face. apparently. Except yeah, for Mia, Mia was like, "Bitch, I got my clit done. I got it all done." <laughs> I want the best like plastic surgeries. Honestly, is going to be like Wendy and Dorit. Dorit has the best work in housewives. Yeah, no, she does. That is a she new woman. Fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, so Wendy does the silhouette challenge because she is inviting all the women to the nude interlude, an event that Wendy is hosting, um, which is basically just her announcing her tatas um yeah. i think we've had so many of these parties on housewives past <laughs> which i was kind of living for it it was cute um it was cute but we'll get cute. into that um but yeah so let's get into where the women are the women we're catching up with them robin and juan are building a house they got a home they got a home 
they're in the process of getting a home. <laughs> they're in the pro. They're out of that sad townhouse in Baltimore. Oh my god, that townhouse! Oh my god, what's worse, like- Gina's casita or Robin's townhouse? Um, Gina's uh, Robin's townhouse because Gina owns her casita. Oh, and, and I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but Gina's casita is housing like half oh my god, it's like- county. <laughs> It's literally, she has every motherfucker in Orange County in that bitch. It's very low budget. Very low budget. <laughs> it's super low budget. It's very like TJ Maxx Home Goods, which I love, but I don't want to see on Housewives. If I no. can afford it, I don't want it on Housewives. If I, that is so, put that on a t-shirt. Put it on a t-shirt. If I can it. afford it, I don't want to see it on Housewives. Guys, we're going to start selling merch soon. I'm kidding, but maybe yeah, not. <laughs> no, but that's gonna, if, if, I can, if I can afford it, I don't want to see it on Housewives. I like Ooh, that. Yes. Um. So we got a glimpse at Ashley with motherhood baby dean is a little bit older now he's he's like he's he's cute in like a baby like being cute uh, way yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he's uh he's a baby he's a baby sure. which like when you're like a baby you would hear like you just automatically get like the you're cute because you're a baby because you're doing like cute baby things. But he looks like Michael and Michael's disgusting. Yeah, it's that he looks so much remember like Remember that moment last season at the reunion where she goes, and your baby looks like your husband. And she's like, now why is she going to be so fucking rude to me? And they're like, how's that rude? She said things about me and my family. Did she say he looks like your husband? I don't know. I don't. Was that not rude? Uh. <laughs> I was just about to say that where Ashley took offense that Robin Ashley took it as shade that Robin was like he looks like Michael why are you talking about it <laughs> she took it as so much shade um but so we get a oh God, like wait. Ashley is talking about her like father and then like how Michael's been as a father and how she hasn't had a father figure in her life really and like flashback to season three or I think it was season four yeah season four when she went to try to go meet her father and like that scene is like that was heartbreaking that's a tough scene tough scene it was almost like that scene where kenya went to go see her mother and she wouldn't open the door and it's like you're also showing up with a full-blown like production of it all you know right like yeah you do have to like remember that like they're like there's cameras like in their yard and stuff like that they're probably like yeah they're probably like i don't want to fucking be seen right now but then at the same time if you don't make an f like they actually could have like like her dad could have reached out to her after and said, I'll meet with you, but not with. The right. And he around. didn't. And, that's know, and he did it. So that just also shows his character and his ass. Same thing with Kenya's. But Kenya's mom, I guess, is like trying to be in Brooklyn's life a little bit. Have you heard that? She like sends her presents. I haven't heard that. Her. I don't check for Kenya more, to be honest, at all. Um, but I do check for Ashley Darby because I fucking love Ashley Darby. I tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I, that, that's how I really fucking feel, guys. I'm fucking sick and I'm going to tell you how it is. Um, I love Ashley. I think she's one of the sweetest housewives ever. I think she, she's shady. She's a she's Gemini. She's, she's a Gemini. I know. She's also pivotal to Potomac, yeah. which she doesn't get enough credit for. No, she doesn't. And I think she's, she's messy as hell. I think she's actually a great housewife. I think so, too. Um, but yeah, so then we get Giselle visiting Candace at her new home. And um, did you know that Candace had bonus kids? Because I I did not know that Candace. I don't like the term bonus kids. I don't like that either. It feels icky. It also feels like just so put on because everything about Candace is so put on. But it also feels like bonus, like bonus is like you're adding on to something. Like, bitch, you don't have kids to begin with. What what bonus is it? These are like the closest things you have to kids. It's like saying I got a bonus, but I don't got a paycheck. 
Yeah, like, like you like, got a job, so how do you get a bonus? It's it was very very that very weird, very much that. Um, Did you catch that the shady Bravo editors, as we love them, posted Candace slash Dorothy's townhouse? <laughs> No, but I did catch that Dorothy cutout in that room. Oh my god! I saw you post that on Instagram. I was dead. Why does Dorothy have a house, a room in that home? Did she all pay for the down payment or she something? She is never. She is like the kind of psychotic mother that is just like that woman is never gonna like let go of certain things, and she is she's crazy. She's crazy. She hit her daughter with a purse. I did not hit her with my purse, Andy. Andy, she this is how I hit her with the purse. <laughs> I mean, if your own mother hits you with the purse, no wonder Monique smacked your ass. It's like, you know, hello. Lots of tooth bombs. Lots of tooth bombs for me Um, tonight. So we get a tour of the house. That's when we get that life size cutout of Dorothy. Um, Also, in this scene, Giselle, back to that iconic moment. Thank God she's a pretty lady because she can't dress for shit. No. Oh my! What was that like? It was like silver satin over a blazer or under a blazer. It was terrible. I'm like, Giselle, girl. Girl, thank yeah. God she's a pretty lady because she can't dress with shit. I just hope Giselle's fashion sense don't rub off on Monique. Thank God Giselle is a good looking woman because goddamn, she can't dress at all. I'm ashamed to be seen with her sometime, to be honest. I don't know what she's going to wear. I got to hear they talking about Giselle's clothes. You have an exception or time. Just rent for you, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris comes out and. I think Chris is very handsome. I think so too. We agree for once. Wow, look at us. It's a moment. When we whenever me and Modesto agree, it's like the stars have aligned. The stars have literally aligned because we have the most opposite taste as you guys know. But Chris is kind of like in the middle. Like he could be a daddy and he could be not a daddy. Um he's definitely he's definitely I'm definitely calling him daddy if we're in a room together. <laughs> I like the beard on him too. I did too. I liked it a little like thicker and a little his, longer. Like, unkempt beards like that, but I, I'm like wish he would have combed it just a little bit more. A little bit of beard oil, maybe yeah. some patchouli oil, just a, just a little bit of something. Um, but yeah, so Candace and Giselle are catching up. I'm actually, I was actually liking Candace a lot more this episode with her bonus kids. Yeah, I was like, I hate it like the bonus kids. What I'm going to say, I know. <laughs> It's, it feels like it humanizes her for sure. Yeah, yeah, especially after last season. Especially um, after last season. Did you catch that she had a binder with her? I and did, like, and I thought mm-hmm. she was going. I thought she was going to say shade about Monique with the I binder, so but too. she didn't. And I was like, growth, 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 we'll that. growth, growth. Um. So Candace asks about Jamal, and Giselle is kind of playing it off like the long. She's distance. blaming COVID. And COVID, and I go, not that you're not Pastor Holy Whore. Pastor Holy Whore. I'm like, Giselle. Is Jamal coming? No. <laughs> of no. course not. So why are you sitting over here having fake fraudulent relationships with your, your ex? Your kids ain't even happy about it. You sitting up here sitting like a darn fraud, bringing a different man onto the reunion every freaking year. I hope he's sitting behind you this year, Ooh. Pastor Holy Whore. Ooh. Since you want to keep calling my husband big boy. But is Jamal coming? No, he's of course not. not. <laughs> wow. Your pastor boyfriend is slinging his big D all around his congregation, even in Atlanta as we speak, and you know it. You know it. You're a fraud. Any reaction to this? Of course she doesn't have a reaction, because she knows it's true. 
<laughs> I don't think like it's because of that. I'm sorry, Giselle. I don't believe what you're, I'm not buying what you're selling. They me. were never back together. It was all for TV. No, it was so for TV. Are you kidding? You know so funny. Um, one of my nurses in Ohio at my like doctor place, she at my doctor place. At your doctor uh, place. At my doctor place. At the place where I go to the doctor. Um, <laughs> she's a big housewife fan. So we always kiki about it. And we were kicking about Potomac. And she was like, do you know that Jamal used to date Tweet? You know, like tweet, there goes my shirt up over my head. Oh my God, really? Yeah. And I was like, wow. And she goes, yeah. And he's known because she's also from Atlanta, the nurse. And she was like, yeah, he's known in Atlanta for just being a hoe. Like he fucks everybody. That's in. That's insane. That's some tea. Like I'm getting housewife tea from my fucking practitioner, bitch. <laughs> Ask <laughs> from about your, me from your doctor's place. Mm-hmm. From your doctor's place. Um, but yeah, she's just we're questioning. We're Candace, and also I think the viewers are questioning if the reunion had to do with, let's say hypothetically, that they actually were dating and that they actually were quote unquote like back together, like not just for the show. Um, the reunion definitely uh was a factor. Like I don't I mean Candace said it best. It was like public embarrassment. It was it that was, was one of the most embarrassing moments in Housewives history. And when Zelly got out it. that phone number and Andy said is that his number? And Giselle said, yes. <laughs> I was like, in that moment, I was like, Giselle really got it served to her. Like, yeah, and her like, face was just like, you see people on Twitter recently trying to be like, no, she knew it. Like her face was not even like pissed or anything. I'm like, bro, that was the face of disappointment, disgust, embarrassment, and just shocked, gooped. Shook, was gooped, gagged. She was gooped and gagged. She was she, like, absolutely like, shook. She was like, not expecting that. At all. And, and it's an iconic reunion moment. Iconic. Iconic. Um, but then we get into discussing Karen. They bring up Karen. And then we cut to Karen with Ray. And uh, she is talking about renewing the vows and everything like that, which, like, I don't know if that's, like... Mm. I, I mean, they're already on shaky waters, and everyone knows that a renewal is... The death sentence, mm-hmm. the nail in the coffin. It's the nail in the coffin on how it's Vicky Gumbelson, it's Shannon Bedore, it's I mean, countless people, countless time and time again. This who else has, been, who else has been besides Vicky and Shannon? I know, like, Vicky, did Teresa renew her vows? Uh, I think she did when they were on a trip once, maybe, maybe. Question mark, oh, question mark, Cynthia and Peter. Oh, Cynthia and Peter. Um, that, that wedding shouldn't even happen in the first place. No, that would remember. Never forget her mother and her sister trying to hide the marriage license. <laughs> the, marry the, marriage, the marriage license. They're like, should we give it to her? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Petty as hell. So, oh my gosh. If my family was going through those extents to like have me not marry my husband, I'd like, okay, first of all, I talked to my sister about this. I will never be with someone that like my friends and family like do not like. Like you no, that's cannot like the, catch me. Like I, I just won't. No, you can't. I, I mean, I'm so fucking close with my family. Like they have the person has to be like integrated in that. And I feel like yeah. you're so close with your siblings too. So like it, it has to, there's work. no way there's no way I'm doing it. Um, but anyway, so, uh, Ray and Karen are talking. Um, Raven came up with a cute little name for the renewal instead of calling it a renewal. It was like so nice we did it twice, which I think is like that was cute. Um, I was watching with my friends and they were just commenting on how old Ray was the whole time. They're like, he moves so slow. He he literally is like an old man. And how is he getting texts from girls? Like, what what the fuck's going on there? And remember when 
okay, so they flashed a picture. Excuse me. They flashed a picture of like their wedding day, and I was like, "He looks old there too." He looks old as hell. There. <laughs> how long was how, how long has Ray been on this earth? A um, billion years. His social security number is like one. You know that joke. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so stupid. We'll give him a two. We'll give him a two. Um, Mine's a two. Who? Mine starts with a two. <laughs> don't be don't be giving out your number. <laughs> My identity. I was like, my social security is four, five, two, three, four, four, five, six, seven. Please steal my. Um, (laughs) But so they're going back and forth. Karen's talking about Giselle, and I loved like the editing here, where it's just showing like Karen talking about Giselle and Giselle talking about Karen, and those. I love when they do this. This this frenemy, like this feud, I don't get tired of it. I love it. Have we ever had a feud in the franchise like this? Yeah, but like We're, I feel well, like I this think, is like establishing its icon, like it's it's establishing it in the Hall of Fame of Frenemy feuds. Well, it's because they both have lasted for so long. Like Potomac is the only franchise that has had four OGs go into six seasons, and uh-huh. they both have been there from the beginning. So usually a feud like Carol slash Bethany, one will leave the next season. You know, there'll always be uh, Tamara, Shannon, like one left the next season. It's like I mean, we things. had we had uh, Kim and Nene on for five seasons. Oh, I mean, we had Wig and. <laughs> Those yeah, are like, like married men. That's the other like iconic. That's, like, yeah, you're feud, right. Like that I can and like really think coming of. back and that whole feud. Where is your scooter? Where is Where your scooter? Is Where is it? That whole thing. Yeah, that you're right. That's probably the most iconic one of all time. Yeah, it is I late was... in Atlanta. Go to bed. I'm not gonna sit here and listen to your lies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Watch What Happens Live with Andy. Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. What does she? What does she say at the one reunion? And she's like, "Goodbye, yo!" Like, oh, gosh, I can't remember. What she says, but it's like, it's like says, in my mind. Wear your ass out. <laughs> is that, that Kim Zosiak? <laughs> that moment is that Kim Zosiak? Is that Kim Zosiak? Oh um, okay, we gotta, we gotta keep, we gotta keep it pushing. <laughs> Uh, but Giselle is sh- so fucking shady. She's owning the villain this season. She really is. Like when she goes, like um, her husband doesn't love her. I'm like, she said it multiple times this episode. Multiple times, like a few in confessionals. Like I'm like, and it's like really- Giselle. How are you saying that when you don't have a man to love you? Like yeah. at least she has a man that's there. They haven't gotten divorced. Like you've never had a man in your six seasons stand next to you. That her, says people, he loves her, you. What, what did Chris? Uh, uh, Samuel say at the reunion, hurt, hurt people, hurt, hurt people, hurt people. Get mm-hmm. some help, get some- <laughs> <laughs> as she should. Um, but then all the girls get the invite to Wendy's event, and I, love I, this scene. I lost it when uh, Ashley got it, and she's like, "Dean, close your eyes," and he just shuts his eyes really quick. That, see, those he's, are the cute isms. Yeah, he doesn't cute. look cute, but he's a cute kid. Not he doesn't look cute. <laughs> But he's a cute kid. You know what I he's mean? He's a cute kid. He's a kid. He's a kid. He's a baby. He's a baby. He gets a cute. Most he's got the cuteness factor already. Like right. locked and loaded. <laughs> um, but uh, everyone like Karen was like, Ray's like, let me find my glasses so I can look. Let me see kid. it again. Let me see it again. She's like, I'm like, is Ray like, it seems like the ding dong is like trying to work, I guess. I don't I know. I mean, there's pills for that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, damn clothes is so cute. Um, so Wendy discusses her boob job and they look phenomenal. 
They're phenomenal. Does Wendy have the best season two glow up we've ever seen? I was just gonna say that. I like, I think she does. I think she does. I think it's you know like who else had an amazing season two glow up? Who? Leah McSweeney. <laughs> you're a, you're a damn liar. <laughs> She's had one of the the worst glow downs. No, I think she looks she looks good, but like no, she looks good, but she's having a really bad bad sophomore slump. Like really tough. Yeah, almost as bad as like who? I mean, Denise Richards had a bad sophomore slump. We had Teddy had a bad one. A lot of people have had uh, rough times. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, so we start catching up with Robin, and Robin, I don't like what she's wearing in her confessional, but she looks pretty. I hate what she's wearing. She looks really pretty. I also was yes. checking my phone during this scene. She- <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm not, I'm not here for any of Robin's storyline. Um, her husband's hot. That's all I can give her. They're pushing the wedding back. Shocker. They're never going to get married. I like, I truly, I wanted to believe that they were like getting married for like love, but I truly believe that they were that he proposed to get her more seasons. Yeah, oh, for sure he proposed to get her more seasons because Bravo was like, okay, maybe we won't make her friend of because there might be a wedding, there might be wedding parties, there might be this, this, that, and the fourth and or the third. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about how the pandemic has taken. Wait, what's her husband's name? Why can't I think of his name? Juan. Juan, you. Are, I am so glad that Juan Dixon is I not here. So- <laughs> I'm so glad that Juan Dixon is not here right now. I am so glad that Juan Dixon is not here right now. With her crimped hair to the wrong she, side. I hated that. I was watching the reunion today. Who called, like, her, out at, who called her out and said, your hair is crimped to the wrong side? <laughs> I'm like, that's a camera. She really, there's those reunion moments where a housewife thinks that they're having a moment. It's almost like, it's almost like you have a moment because you're so you delusional think- that you thought you had a moment that that, in itself is iconic. Like, oh yeah, the I'm so happy Juan Dixon isn't here is so iconic because it's she's so delusional that she so thought cr- it was good. It's it's so it's cringy. Cringe. It's kind of like when um remember when uh Brandy Redmond took out that fold up chair at the Dallas season four reunion and was like Leanne needs to sit right here. I think Leanne needs to sit her ass right here. And, and I'm then like two months later, a racist video of her circulated. And then little did we know, well, we all do, but then she ended we up being know. racist. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, girl, it was just like, she really thought she did something there. Like, she I really like, thought it. she did something. Um, but yeah, the same thing with like, you're going to disagree with me on this one. Um, oh, when God, Kristen, when Kristen Takeman went, you're delusional. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, was, okay, I will agree. I do. I'm a, this is a Kristen Takeman stand account. But I will agree that was not a moment. It was a moment. But it, it's now a moment because it was, again, in that category. I wish Kristen Tickman would have came back. I know you do. I do not feel the same way. <laughs> and here and we I'm, are, back to, it's, it's, back to our regular scheduled program where me and Mo disagree on everything. Everything. We agreed that Chris is hot. Now we're disagreeing again. Um, but, yeah, so we also hear that they want to have a baby girl. And yeah, Robin's not that old to have. Not no, have she's not. Kenya no, Moore she's had not. the baby at like what fifty? Who? Kenya Moore. Oh yeah, yeah. She yeah. maybe I am checking for Kenya Moore. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> hey, Kenya, yeah. put some respect on Kenya's name. She's. It is a fantastic housewife, but a terrible fucking human. Yeah, no, she's not a good person. Um, but then we cut to Candace and the bonus kids, and I seriously was 
loving this moment with like her. And uh, Chris's kid. Excuse me, Chris's Whoa, kid. Seemed, what was that? Not, that was my Luan coming out. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> that sounded so disgusting, bro. I told you I'm so sick. Um, but Chris's kids seem so sweet. You know, they do seem sweet. But the, when they were doing the math problems, I felt bad. I was like, I was like, I was struggling thinking. I was like thinking of it. I was like, how do I, how would I, I, I don't even know what to do in this situation. He's like, you subtract, you add, you carry over. I was like, I cannot do that. I like literally. I did not do that. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Basic arithmetic is just not my, I'm like Mia in that area. <laughs> Basic. Basic math is not my strong suit. Um, but anyway, so Mateo and Naya, I think, are the names of the bonus children. They are. My sister's name is Naya. Well, Shania, she goes by Naya. So I was like, oh, oh that's cute. cute. That's cute. Um, but then, so now we cut. It's time for the nude interlude party. Um, she's got like a whole like staff working, chefs, people greeting them at the door just for like six people. <laughs> Right. You know, um, but then Wendy is giving her kids the titty cupcakes. And I thought the scene was actually like so funny. funny. I love that she was like, we raised you right when they couldn't figure it out. They're like, they're like, what is that? She's like, they're like chocolate. They were, it was clearly titties, two titties. <laughs> it was cute, though. Um, and then so we finally get to meet Mia. Mia is gorgeous. 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 A little, a little heavy on the work for a 36-year-old. I thought she was older than she was. No, I did too. I did not think 36. I was, I was like, like, wow. I was thinking 40s. But on, but nonetheless, beautiful fucking woman. I'm like, you're only nine years older than me, but you look like you're in your 40s. But I, I mean, you still look, like, you like look the, gorgeous. It's like the Kylie Jenner effect, how she looks so much older because she's so plumped up with filler. Yeah. Um, but Mia seems like she's going to be a really good addition. I saw a Carlos King tweet. Carlos King is the was one of the producers for Atlanta back in the day. He's like, he's the reason that Atlanta was successful until he made up the dungeon allegation, which got him and Phaedra fired, which sucks. And um, he's also producing that new show on BTV Encore, which I haven't seen it, but I see all the clips on TikTok and it looks so fucking good. I'm going to watch that soon. It does look good. Um, but yeah. he he tweeted, he was like, watch out. She is a fan. Like she see she's got it. Like she seems like she's going to be like one of the best housewives. That's yeah, she's I agree. Um, I think she has it. She's messy. We see in the trailer. She's a lot of the problems and the fights. And I'm really excited to see her like trajectory as, as a housewife. Um, but Potomac's never had a dub. They've never had a one and done. Well, Katie Rost. Well, she came back. Yeah. I, yeah, true. But she was only and, ever. And she gave us the iconic. I don't think you're dumb. I think you're stupid. Sorry if I said that you were dumb. Maybe I meant you're stupid. I don't know. I don't know. Ciao. Are you kidding me? No. Ciao. <laughs> you're not funny, Katie. I am funny. With your f***ing horrible toupee on your head, you're not funny right now. It's not a horrible toupee. It's a horrible toupee. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, that whole scene just, like, absolutely takes I am out. Robin in that scene where Robin is just cackling. 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 And now she's like, it's not that funny, Katie. And she's like, actually, I think it is. <laughs> I love that scene. So Karen said uh, that Wendy was happy to invite Mia, but the flashback like said a little bit differently. Yeah, it was like very shady. I'm glad that we didn't get this scene of Karen and Wendy, but we flashback to it so many times that we basically got the scene. Uh-huh. You know, 
mm-hmm. but it gave us a lot. It gave, gave us resolution from last season with the Monique of it all and them not, you know, being able to come together. And, and it, it seems us- like it seems like Karen and Wendy are trying to start fresh. Yeah, which I like because I I mean, I love every housewife. I'm, I don't like Giselle at all. And I think Robin's a bore, but I think that Giselle's like fundamentally right Need for it. the show. But um, I think I just I love all of these women. Yeah, no, Mo and I, we actually do agree on this. Giselle is probably my least favorite on Potomac, but I appreciate what she brings to the franchise and I don't want her fired. I don't ever want her fired. Normalize that. Normalize not liking a housewife, but understanding what they bring to the table and that they are needed for the show. Because then you're going to go and fucking cry and like this season's fucking terrible. Well, then you got you got rid of the pot stir because you guys tweeted and Bravo saw it. So like, shut the fuck up and actually enjoy like, them for at, what they are. Like, look at Rena this year. Rena, right. Rena was being messy last season. Y'all crucified her. She was being nailed to a cross like Jesus did. Well, I'm being nailed to the cross like Jesus was and he did nothing wrong. He's Jesus Christ and he did nothing wrong. He was nailed to the cross. That's how I... <laughs> <laughs> um... And crucified her. And then now she's playing it safe and having just like a laying low kind of season. And now y'all are mad at her for being boring. Like pick a lane. Pick a lane. lane. I will say to a sidebar, I like Rena and Dorit's role this season. It's kind of like supporting actress, supporting character. Best supporting actress. Best supporting actress nominee, Dorit Kemsley for Bridal Gowns and more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I like, I like these roles. Sometimes they all don't need to be so, like, in the middle of it. No. If everyone was in the middle of it, it would kind of be chaotic. It'd be chaotic, yeah. We need to sign um, But so Wendy informs the group that Candace is not coming because she has food poisoning. I mean, they did show that scene of her, like, shitting, like, when she was in the bathroom. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know why I did not. coming put- out. I don't know why I did not put. I was like, is she, is she having bowel movements? I was like, when that happened, I was like, why are they showing us this? And then I did not put two and two together with that. I did not put it together. But also, like, I, this is what I don't like. When a housewife gets so comfortable, because Candace has been there for about five seasons or four seasons, that she now thinks it's okay to miss events. Yeah. Like, no, because you are you're replaceable. You're all yeah. replaceable. Uh-huh. You are all replaceable. What <laughs> I was gonna say, you're irreplaceable to the left, to the left. Um, so Ashley's pregnant ass in the heels was taking me out though. Oh, I mean, the Hunter rain boots first, and then why'd she feel the need to change into the heels? She could have oh. worn a comfortable flat. Also, it's very interesting to see you because usually, like, Potomac films in the summertime and then comes out in the spring, so it's very interesting to see it w- during the winter, right. You know, um, how far does Wendy live? Because everyone was complaining about it. Oh my gosh! Well, the little map that they showed made it seem like it was far, like it was past like Baltimore and stuff. Is it like two hours? I wonder. If it's two hours, I would not even go. That'd be like us <laughs> traveling to Columbus, or you traveling? You know, we're we're in Ohio traveling to fucking Columbus. To yeah, I'd be like for a di- for a little six person dinner party. I bet y'all better give me a motherfucking hotel room, bitch. It's probably not like it, it can't be an uh, more than an hour. No, because remember they said when Robin lived in Baltimore, it was over an hour away. Oh, really? That's why she's so late. We'll map it. We'll come back okay. to this. We'll come back to this. Um, but so we get to know a little bit more about Mia. Mia is she has her own chiropractic. She has is she a chiropractor? Or does she just own a? Uh, uh, that's a the ch- question. I don't know. I guess she we'll like find a white coat, a white lab coat. We'll find more. I guess like in a solo scene. I guess, but. She has um, three kids and she has four 
grandchildren, but they're not like they're like her husband's like I, I guess like she's technically the grandma, you know, but like it's not like her kids had kids. Right. So she's like, they're her bonus kids, grandchildren. They're they're her bonus kids, not the bonus kids. Not the bonus kids of it all. The way that she couldn't do math and they're talking about her husband's age. Oh my gosh. Yeah, her husband. I think she was just like trying not to age herself, but then trying to age him more. So it was more of a shock factor. It was giving me very much um, my husband's 76. It was giving very much when Phaedra couldn't figure out her due date. And they were like, so how many months are you? She's like, child, I'm about four or five. And they're like, what? <laughs> You're about to pop. She's like, yeah, but they're going to get him out of 72 weeks because uh, my I'm bleeding. So that, 72 is, weeks. that is my favorite. That might be my favorite Atlanta moment of all time. Phaedra, when was your due date? And it was July, but this baby getting ready to come up out of here. <laughs> July? I thought you were five months pregnant. Yeah, my due date was July 26th or August 1st. But isn't it dangerous to have a, a baby at six and seven months? Not if everything's fully formed and his lungs are functioning. I ain't never heard of no doctor do that. Me either. Right. That is, that's real. Yeah. I think it was really weird when Phaedra really couldn't give me a solid due date. I'm thinking, bitch, you don't know when you got knocked up. And then she's just like chomping on that salad, and they're all like, mm, "And Nini's like, Nini's like, shut up! That is so stupid. Do not say that out loud. Women in the hood don't know who <laughs> they're pregnant by, but they know how far along they are. Like that is like so iconic. She's like, what, do you guys have any advice to give me for a new mother? Keep him in until he's ready to come out. Which- <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all got to give me some advice because I don't know nothing about babies. You should keep him in until he's ready to come out. <laughs> keep him in there until he's ready to come out it was just so clear that she did not want people to know that she sure right i never heard of no family. doctor that would do that no <laughs> i love that like literally it's like one of my it's like lives rent free in my brain it's like one of my favorite moments it's always like i'll always see the clip on twitter and i watch it full through and I'm like, i watch, I watch it, it full through every single time um but so mia can't do math about this like just like phaedra and she's like trying to count and i guess her husband is 68 which makes me a 36 uh, that's a hard 36 babe a hard 36 so he's 32 years older than i don't know she's dating the demographic that i date so whatever i can't clock her (laughs) yeah i mean you lastly you dropped a fucking bombshell last week and said that your first boyfriend was like 49 and you were 19 (laughs) i was like okay he was like 47 i think i had someone text him and be like not this zach (laughs) (laughs) It's public knowledge now. It's out there. It's yeah, out, like, there. out there. Gives, it gives its Instagram handle. It's at. It, it, no, we, we ain't going to do that today. <laughs> at Dom Top Grandpa 69. No. He was okay. a ripe. Like he did not. Every time I show, every time I talk about it, people always have that like reaction. They're like, oh my God, Zach. And then I show him or show them his Facebook. And then they're like. Not a Facebook. Well. Girl, wow. he's 49. <laughs> he's old. Him and your dad both on Facebook right now. Not. He's, he's in that demographic that lives and breathes for Facebook, I guess. I mean, uh, true. You know? um, but yeah, so back to that episode, Wendy reveals the two special guests that are going to be at this little 
party and it is happy and Ness, which I thought was so weird, which are her boobs. Which are her boobs. I thought that was so funny. Happy and Ness. Um, Robin um, is implying that Wendy got her butt done, which. Yeah, she, she got a BBL. Yeah, no. 100%. And then she was even wearing like the shape thing to get a BBL. I've seen, I watched nothing but like BBL videos on TikTok and, and uh, YouTube. I think it's so fascinating. Um, but they have to wear that shape thing to like hold it all up. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and she was wearing it in like when in her getting ready scene. Mama, you got a BBL during COVID and it looks fucking fantastic. So what else did Wendy get done? We think she got her lips done. We think she got I think filler. She got her, I don't think she got her lips. I think she got filler in her jawline and her chin. I think she got filler in her nose. She didn't get her nose down, just filler in the nose. I think she got filler in her cheek um, and then the bottom jaw to round it out. I think she got a BBL, her boobs done. And she basically got the mommy makeover is when they lift the tits, suck the fat out of your stomach and put it in your ass i mean she looks great can you guys not tell that i'm obsessed with plastic surgery (laughs) i know it all look at look at we got dr dubrow over here Dr. Dubrow, because i'm fucking ready i want some filler i'm ready i'm but before i'm 30 guys so uh mia had a lot done she goes down the list of what she's gotten done she's got her clit done like your clit has left your body you're a whore you just slept with everybody they don't want you your clit has left your body Yo, clit has left your body. As soon as she said, I got my clit done, Ashley's face lit up like I've never seen it light up before. And she said, now what? She wants it done. She wants no, that no, too. No, she totally wants it done. Dude, her face lit up so fucking fast. She was like, where? No, we're not getting done there. So now we get to the good part of the, ep- the really good part of the episode, which we start talking about Candace not showing up. Um, Robin has a feeling that it's because of Karen. Which it's, I, definitely which- be, it's definitely because of Karen. Which, which I think is stupid because, because the Karen feud wasn't even that big. Like Candace, but, uh, you know it, what? Like, it wasn't that big, but it's probably the one that hurt her the most. Yeah, and that and that that means more than it being a big blowout. The one that really hurts you, and you're like, "Damn, that was my friend," and they fucked me over. You know, sometimes like I've had so many friendship breakups. Um, they hurt more than a, like an actual breakup. You're like, yeah. damn, like you were my fucking bitch, and you really went and did that, and like that pain is like more than a big blowout that you have with someone. Modesto is like the Taylor Swift of friendship breakups. I'm the Taylor Swift of friendship breakups. <laughs> and, I, and I'll name them. I'll name them. I'll name I'll them. Like baby. And I'll write your name. <laughs> Not this. <laughs> um, so Robin thinks it has to do with Karen. Wendy wants the group to be in a collectively good place. And Giselle says, well, that will be a little difficult. And they're like, Ooh, why? Um, wait, before we get into this, why was let's rewind really quick to the plastic surgery stuff why was wendy coming so hard for mia yeah that was like really fun i didn't like that wendy moment i'm like okay i'm loving you because she has a totally different energy than she did last season Uh she seems like she watched herself and she's lighter she's brighter she's airier she looks fucking incredible not that she didn't before but she looks a million times better amazing um And I feel like that was low. It's like, okay, so you clearly just invited everybody because you got your tits done in your body and your face, but then you want to like shame someone else for getting it. Like she was shady. She was defensive. I was like, you just, you're having a whole party for your newly done tits. And you're going to everybody has eyes. They can see you look completely different. Yeah. Like girl. And I mean, you look great. So. I'm not. You look great. Cleaning. If it looked, remember when Vicky came with her terrible facelift that hadn't settled, and she was like, oh, "Yeah, nothing done." <laughs> they were like, "What, bitch? You like your face is puffy." I love as those. Hell. I love those like 
Twitter edits where it's like Vicky's face just morphing after like the past like 12 seasons, 13 seasons. And she's never got it right. No. <laughs> no. I would argue that she looked a little, she looked good in season 11. You know, I think she looked good in her last moments at the reunion before she left. I thought she looked good. Yeah. When she's closing um, the door and she's like, ah! <laughs> when she's like why am i really off get her off my show get her off my show like bitch they had you come on after the second episode it's not your show anymore right though vicky was right vicky was right vicky you know what we owe you an apology because you were right bronwyn was the future of the show and she's nothing of the sort nothing of the sort of the sort um, but yeah, so Wendy wants the group to be in a collectively good place. Giselle says that's going to be difficult. Karen, they're like, why? And she's like, well, Karen doesn't like me and I don't like Karen. And they just start going. She says, and- quite frankly, I can't stand Karen. And Karen said, the feeling's mutual. When they started going at it, there were so many insults thrown. The oh fiery God. box was one. The, she's obsessed with my coochie. But my favorite one was, you're a broken whore from Hampton's University. You all have it. You're a broken whore from Hampton University. And everybody knows it. And that was, was the line of the episode for me. There was no skipping a beat. Nothing. Like, I mean, they were, like, boom, were just boom, boom, boom. What's Sing Sing? <laughs> what is Sing Sing? What the fuck is Sing Sing? We went to, that's why we went to Sing Sing. What is you know that? what it's because they got a lot of inside dirt because they've known each other ten plus years, fifteen years before the show even ever was thought of. So they got a lot of dirt. They're like that friend, you know, that yeah. friendship that has shit on you that you've been through shit together, and you're like, don't it, let's not ever cross each other because I'll say it. She's like, I'm gonna tell your truth. Like, just I was like, I'm gonna tell your truth. I'm gonna let it like see. I'm gonna just put your truth here, 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 here. Karen led me to believe that Giselle has gotten gonorrhea before and told her. <laughs> no, for real. I'm not even joking. That's no, what she made me believe. I was like, I was like, what is Karen? That's why like? she said that. Giselle probably was like, girl, I done got crabs. And Karen was like, <laughs> or gonorrhea. And Karen was like, well, now nah, I'm gonna air it out. She's like, and Karen would have never went there if Giselle didn't start going there. Giselle started it. And Giselle was like, as soon as Karen walked in the party, like, oh, you owe me an apology. Giselle, you act like you haven't talked about everybody's family, their husbands, their ch- Like, you've talked about everybody. And then you're, she was like, you're mad because your husband's ding-dong don't work. And then she's like, well, your man's ding-dong is in every other, like, vagina around the city. You know, like. Said, at least it works. At least it works. Bitch, at least I got a man. Uh, it was good. This was great. Jamal also gives me a little bit of um, a DL vibes. You think? You know that men in Atlanta, Atlanta's known for it. Those men in Atlanta are DL. That's like the number one place. Really? Mm-hmm. Everybody likes a little, everyone likes a little dick over there. That does not surprise me. Me either. He seems like the type. He, it's a little fruity, if you ask me. What What is that one scene where um, <laughs> me and my sister used to quote? There's like those housewives lines. I think I did this as a prompt on the Instagram one time. I was like, what's a random obscure housewife line that you quote? all the time and we used to quote after we watched season eight of Realsis of Atlanta when Sheree is talking to Kim Fields and she's like your, is your husband well he seems a little fruity or gay <laughs> <laughs> fruity or gay fruity or, fruity or gay they used to call him Tootsie or whatever. What did they call Yeah, him? that that was homophobic. That was not <laughs> good, that was not a good look for the Raw Sides of Atlanta that season. That was homophobic. They were homophobic as hell. <laughs> Her man just liked a little bit of theater. It's, yeah, he's a little uh, fruity or gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bring back Sarah Ray. Bring back Sarah Ray. I'm ready for a casting announcement from Atlanta. Are we going to get one, though? Because they're just, I mean, what's going to happen is they're going to start filming and then photos are going to leak to the blogs and we're all going to know and Bravo's going to miss miss the mark. Right. If Bravo learned ever, anything, they should learn of how much excitement it got for OC after we thought it was dead when they announced Heather Dubrow coming back. Yeah. It, everybody perked up. It was on everyone's radar. Everyone was talking about it. Do the same with Atlanta. They just had a slumpy season, one of the worst that they've ever had. Get you know, get it going again by making casting announcements. Yeah. Do it for Dallas too. Like for Dallas too. We're waiting. You know what just, makes the fans like Did it, Dallas it, start it filming us. yet? I don't think they started filming, but I tweeted what I think my cast should be, and I think it should be Tiffany, Cam, Deandra, Stephanie, Carrie Duber, and at least two to three new people. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get... I think that they're going to fire Cam, which I, I think is too. a mistake. I think that, okay, that was like a bad light or whatever with what her family did and like what they implied, but I want to see it play out. I want to see her and Tiffany sit down because I don't think that Cam's a bad person. I don't. She doesn't also give me like these racist vibes. I think she's just kind of like dumb and off in her head. Yeah. And I think that she doesn't think about it like that. I think she's a kind person and I think she's funny. And I think that seeing them, I feel like they would make up on camera instantly. Yeah. I think that they would make up and we'd have a good season on our hands. So let's get that going. So the episode ends with Karen versus Giselle and it's such a be continued. And then we get the trailer. It was great. The premiere, I give it five stars. What do you give? I give it five stars. It was great. We got personal storylines, which um, everyone complains that other housewives lack personal storylines. One thing Potomac has never lacked is personal storylines, except Robin. Um, But, you know, it was good. Everybody had their little stories. Everyone intermixed. We got to catch up with everybody. We met somebody new. They, They fit a lot in that hour and 15 minutes. I'm at peace. I'm at peace. All is right in the world. That they're back. And then I think we're getting a Salt Lake announcement soon. I think so, too. I heard it's coming September. Oh, spring, summer, September? September, spring. September, spring, summer. Uh, Probably more September. For uh, that is uh, spring, summer. Okay. September, spring, show Uh, spring, summer. uh, More athleisure. More. (laughs) (laughs) Joggers. Uh Joggers. Joggers. More, more, more lifestyle. More lifestyle brand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is our episode, you guys. Uh, we loved talking about Potomac. We're going to have a new um, episode coming out on Mondays and Thursdays now so that we can talk about Potomac and we can talk about Beverly Hills and New York. And then once Salt Lake comes on, we will talk we'll about readjust. that. We'll figure it out. We, we'll um, it out. We're having so much fun with this, like two episodes a week. Like, so listen, so we can keep doing this. And once like other franchises come out or maybe other Bravo shows, like I know we'll definitely try to touch up on like Vanderpump or Summer House. You know, we're going to keep yes. this going. Yes. It's going to be about Bravo. It's going to be about Bravo. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like, review, and follow on all streaming platforms. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at about underscore Bravo. You know what to do for the great Bravo content that you want to see. Let us know what you want to see on the gram and everything like that. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>